Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the TweetCab. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, repeat guest, our resident, or at least my resident science expert, uh, Melissa. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're, uh, we're going to go kind of low-key today, uh, although not that low-key, because although we did miss Women in Science Day, which I apologize, the Women in Science Day, I didn't have you on for that episode, shows how good I am at planning these things. Today, or I guess this week, um, but today had one specific event, was very science-heavy, I think. I would say the two, or not I would say, factually, today, the top two trending topics were at least tangentially connected to scientific phenomena one good one bad and of course the bad outweighed the good because this is the internet but before we get into that you if i'm not mistaken when you ent- when you came on last time you didn't have a twitter right i did not you were you were just our our <laughs> they were just me and matt trying not to sound like idiots when we were talking about COVID-19. You are now officially on Twitter. I am. I felt very inspired by all of the Twitter influence around me. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I'm going to take full responsibility and credit uh, where it's due f- for that. I think I've infected you with the, with the Twitter uh, virus. <laughs> I just actually had an idea. I was going to call it the bird flu. We could probably do that. And uh, so how do you like it? Like I said, you're brand new, just... Uh, what is it a few months in now yeah i mean i like cat videos a lot so it's very good <laughs> for cat videos hashtag cat or day yeah and i mean i was pretty obsessed with all the memes after the super bowl you also get some really good science stuff in there there's a lot of like phd student accounts that i follow and i relate to very heavily so i've i've been liking it so far i tend to flow with popular opinion too so nothing crazy and if i don't like something i just don't look at it so <laughs> there's that too well that's that's like that's the good way to use the internet obviously is to not look at something you're going to find objectionable uh if you're going to find it objectionable but what would you say is your i mean so i'm you know for me obviously t- twitter I actually you know comes with like comes with us on dates. Uh, I'll check Twitter just sometimes when I'm bored, even if I probably shouldn't be bored. Has has Twitter seeped into your life in that way yet? Or are you still uh, are you still holding on to your, you know, autonomy? <laughs> sometimes I forget I have it on my phone. And after I've scrolled like Facebook and Instagram for like to the very bottom to its depths, I then remember I have Twitter and I go on it. And a lot of times when I am with like you or Rocky, I remember I have a Twitter and I go on it. Like today I went on Twitter because I knew I was going to come on here. Um, But I don't think it has fully taken control of my life. And I actually did find out my, my lab has a Twitter and I didn't know that until I got on Twitter. And I realized that one of my meetings was canceled because of COVID. Oh, they posted it on the... Yeah, my, my <laughs> boss posted it on Twitter before he told us. So, keeping me informed. Well, there you go. So, twi- Twitter's become a part of your life, but not the entirety of your life. So, good. Yeah, I- Keep that up. Keep up that energy. That's what you need uh, <laughs> to do. Well, let's get into it. Like I said, this has been, it's been a long week, even though it's technically been a short week. Happy President's Day to everyone. Obviously, that was Monday. It's not today. But we're going to go, honestly, we're going to go straight down the line, topic one, topic two. And they were all day, I think I'm going to test, test it right now, uh, live on camera here to see if they're still the top trends. And here we go. They are no longer one and two, unfortunately, which would have been really cool if they were. But uh, Luka Don, Donchik of the uh, Dallas Mavericks is now trending number two. But that's okay. For most of the day... Texas and Ted Cruz were trending at number one simultaneously. And number two, which has been knocked off the list, and we'll get into that in a moment, was the NASA flight or the NASA spacecraft landing on Mars uh, successfully without any piloting, without any you know drone controls or whatever, obviously. Uh, so they programmed the spacecraft to land itself. But I wanted to start in Texas. Obviously, you know, 
everything that's happening there is just terrible. When you hear the stories, mm -hmm. um, Texas was not even remotely prepared for a snowstorm, which in a way is reasonable, right? They don't get a lot of snow. They do, excuse me, they will get snow on occasion. So, I mean, you know, it's maybe they should have tried a little harder with the winter proofing of their entire, you know, state infrastructure, but they weren't, they I, didn't. I feel, like, I feel like they get snow sometimes, but it's always like adjusting. I mean, they, in some places we're getting like inches of snow, which is just not something that someone from Texas yeah. is used and, to getting. Well, yeah, but actually really more of the issue was, uh, I was just looking at this, most of the problems that they're having is not from like the actual storm itself. The storm itself was, I mean, it's not that, it's not that bad as much as we want to be like, they're not prepared and they're not. Roads are not getting plowed correctly. We saw, you showed me the one, um, the one guy using a television, a flat screen TV box to plow like their driveway. Or I, I assume it was the driveway. So they're obviously not, you know, fully equipped to handle this, but it's the temperature shutting off the weather. It's the temperatures that have made oh, the weather. Wow. It's the temperatures that have shut off the infrastructure. They've lost gas. They've lost electricity in a lot of places, not because like, you know, the lines got knocked down, but because it, you know, because it got so cold and demand went up, they had to start turning things off to, you know, to keep cru uh, crucial, you know, points warm and to keep crucial uh, points, you know, with power. So, that was most of the issue, it looks like. I mean, again, I'm speaking as someone who is not sitting in Texas. We got some snow here in New Jersey. Uh, this year, though, has actually been the most snow we've had in New Jersey since we moved here. Uh, we moved here at the same sure. time, obviously. So, you know, got to take that into consideration a little bit, too, that the uh, snow, I see Sunkiss is joining you, by the way. Um, yeah, his shadow is in the yes. background. For those of you who don't know, we have a cat named Sunkist who has decided that he wanted to encroach on Melissa's uh, screen and not on mine. So he enjoys being on my Zoom calls at all times. Yes, I'm sure he'll jump on at some point uh, to one of our to one of our <laughs> screens. But as I was saying, it's it's really a matter of like they said the temperatures have gotten so cold, things have started to freeze. Um, obviously, you know because there are people who have greater needs you have to keep the shelters warm and the lights on there mm -hmm. which in turn means that the people who can't make it to those warm shelters the the warming stations or i believe that's what they're being called uh mm -hmm. they are in the cold and they're not going to get their power back and they're not going to get their heat back right away because they got to keep these larger uh these larger spaces you know warm and with the power on so it's just again all in all the grid was not prepared and I guess since you're here and you are a scientist, I do have to ask, like, how do you, I, I mean, you and I both know, and I think a lot of people at this point do know that what we're seeing right now, in I mean, the issues we're seeing in terms of 30 dead, uh, I think it was the last number I saw, and I'm sure mm -hmm. it's, it's floating in that area if I'm a little off. Um, that's because they weren't prepared for weather, obviously, but the reason they weren't prepared for weather is because it's Texas. It's really not supposed to get any weather. And the reason Texas got weather is like, you know, again, very clearly climate change. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously global warming, when you say that, that's immediately the quickest way to have, you know, someone shut down your conversation. So we're going to, we're going to use climate change. So how do you look at someone, again, maybe someone who's just been programmed with this, that original, you know, the original talk was global warming. Obviously it did not get warmer in Texas. Uh, it's much colder. How do you, how do you use, how do you talk about this with someone um, and like, and say like, no, the, the blizzard in Texas is climate change. The, the, the people who died, you know, in addition to bad management of infrastructure or whatever maybe not bad management i don't know it could have been bad you know bad planning there there you know mm -hmm. in addition to some sort of bureaucratic failure obviously government failure by not having what they need um in this scenario how do you say like yeah these are directly attributed to 
the changing climate? And how, how do you have that conversation? Because again, when you hear climate change, even when I say the word climate change, most people would probably go with global warming, you know, the melting ice caps and, you know, all the stuff that when we were kids, like when we were young, that was what everybody talked about. A lot of people don't remember that. Like even our generation, we didn't grow up with all of the same conversation. When we were kids and it first started to get talked about, it was climate change. People would talk, I mean, if they talked about it, a lot of people didn't because the science wasn't proven yet. But um, if you had someone who was willing to talk about it in school or whatever, that's what they would call it, uh, global mm -hmm. warming. And that's what they talk about, you know, the polar bears losing their habitat, sea levels rising, you know, we all talked about how New York and Miami were gonna be underwater, things like that. Mm -hmm. So how do, you, how do you switch the conversation and have people understand, you know, this is, you know, this is the head side of the, the quarter. You know, we talked about the tail side or whatever, vice versa. This is the same coin now. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not a climate scientist. I'm not an environmental scientist. Correct, um, I, know, I know that, but. Some, someday we will talk about toxicology and all that fun stuff that I know all the things about. But, I mean, a lot of the, the global warming stuff scientists aren't always the best communicators. Um, a lot of times we really don't know how to talk to humans who are not scientists. Um, so global warming is, is true. A lot of these effects are coming because the earth's core temperature is rising. So it's not to say that global warming is fake, but the things resulting from global warming isn't just like, oh, we're developing a more tropical climate it is that we are seeing more extreme weather events. So because the earth is warming, we're having weird snowstorms in Texas and we're having enormous hurricane seasons and camels are sitting in the snow in Saudi Arabia. I think you showed me earlier today. So it's really more of because there's these massive shifts in the earth and the way that the atmosphere is, you're getting massive changes in weather patterns that you're just not used to seeing and maybe that's why it's super hot in like a place that's normally cold in the middle of winter or you see places that are not equipped to handle snow getting snow and because of that um of course they don't have the infrastructure in place i mean it it doesn't snow like this in texas and they build their homes and they build their buildings because it's a hot place. So their whole infrastructure is based on this is a really hot place and we need to keep it cool so that people don't like get heat exhaustion and they don't get dehydrated. So they build everything based on that. And then when giant snowstorms come through that, I mean, haven't happened in I mean, ever or I mean, two thousand two thousand eleven. They had a they had a cold front and they had like you know winter winter activity, and if I'm again, this is all research. I didn't I don't remember what actually happened in two thousand eleven. There was you know a lot of the same conversations about the infrastructure not being prepared, and essentially it was well, this is Texas. It'll happen once in a blue moon. We'll deal with it. And they didn't make any changes in most places. Uh, some places did. Uh, most places did not. And so, again, when I said that this is not strictly on, you know, the fact that there was a snowstorm, that this was a freak, you know, weather incident, uh, although becoming less, you know, freak weather when you talk about, you know, Saudi Arabia and other places experiencing some snow this week. And again, like I said, even New Jersey has been, this has been a much colder more snowy winter than we've experienced just anecdotally in three years uh, and it seems like it's more than what new jerseyans are used to handling as well everybody is a little freaked out by the amount of snow so yeah that first storm that first storm real that, that shut people that shut people down it, it kept cars from the roads like that even it was plowed or whatever like they they handled it they were but, trying yeah yeah that was that that storm definitely you know, wasn't handled perfectly by New Jerseyans, but New Jersey did, you know, all of its part to make sure that New Jerseyans trying to handle it 
would we uh, have shovels and snow plows so. well yeah but also have electricity <laughs> and clean water yeah. uh, all that stuff was taken care of so now it's just a matter of oh this is a lot of snow we actually have to shovel or maybe we can't drive today <laughs> you know what i mean maybe we can't go out for food maybe we actually should have bought more and we'll have to live off of the cereal we bought yesterday sort of thing um but yeah it seems like this has just been a colder more snowy winter than we've anyone has had in recent years that I can think of. I know some places in the South have actually gotten snow the last few years. So uh, depending on where you're listening from, you may disagree with that statement, but that's okay. But yeah, I think you're right about obviously, you know, you know, you mentioned why this all happened. And again, I'm just wondering, how do you, again, you talked about not the best communicators. Uh, that's something that you specifically have looked at. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. part of what you're doing at Rutgers. And so what, what would you, you know, just again, I'm not asking you to have a you know, five point plan. That would be way too much. I should have asked you. That's what I should have done. Um, but I didn't. And I'm not going to. So instead, I'll just ask, what, what, what do you think? How do you think you can explain, like I said, that this is a part of that same phenomenon? Because mm-hmm. I mean, again, there's some people who just don't believe in climate science. Some of them Ted Cruz, are, you know, in positions of power. And unfortunately, there's not a lot you can do about that, except for, you know, ship them off to Cancun, um, if they don't go themselves, of course. But for everyone else who, 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 for everyone else who stays here in the United States and wants to have these conversations instead of running away to, uh, to warmer weather, how do you explain that you know in addition to the warm the cold is a part of this and how do you explain the need for changes again not just changes to the texas infrastructure which should probably happen um even if it's more expensive i think they've shown now that winterizing is not a bad idea and frankly you know we talked about you know freak weather incidents having a hurricane like sandy in new jersey that's not something that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to get more for, more common as more severe weather activity happens. You know, it's not unheard of, obviously, but perhaps, you know, New England needs to start building their hurricane infrastructure the way Texas does. Because Texas, you know, is prepared for hurricanes. I mean, to, with some extent, you can't prepare for everything, but they build according to that particular reality. You know, same mm-hmm. with like tornado, uh, tornado alley in the middle of the country. They build knowing that a tornado could rip through and you have to keep people and property as safe as possible when that happens. So I'm not talking about that side, though. That's not your that's not your cup. That's different. That's like city planning and infrastructure, or whatever. But how do you talk about the need for just systemically to say that if you want this to stop or at the very least just slow down so that way Texas gets snow, you know, once in a while, not every year yeah how do you how do you get that message what's what do you think is the most effective way to get that message to everybody or is there no effective way and you just gotta when you have the opportunity ram some changes and hope that they don't get shut down the next time you know a group of cruises come back from Cancun I mean I I personally think it's very very hard because there are so many people who have ingrained in their mind that it's global warming so if it's snowing in Texas, that's such a wonderful sign because <laughs> it's not warm, it's cold. Um, but that's just, it's just not true because we're still seeing sea levels rising and we're still seeing extreme weather. I mean, we've had some of the worst hurricane seasons we've seen in a while lately. And it's really affecting people who aren't ready for it. And a lot of the areas that are getting affected by these things, uh, they're, they're more impoverished areas. They're, pe- they're areas that can't just spend the money to put the infrastructure in place. And then that creates a whole other dynamic with, with our social structure in our country. So it's just very hard to get people to believe it and then care enough about everyone around them to then spend the money to put infrastructure in place. And then you also have to care enough about everyone to maybe stop using as much single-use plastic or to try and try harder to convert to things like 
green energy using um using uh, more like solar and using more wind depending on where you are using water power um and it's, and it's hard because all of that stuff costs it costs money we'd have to transition and it's not cheap but if we're if new york city really is going to be underwater <laughs> in 50 years or 100 years or however long it was we used to know in like first grade i mean it's worth it if you're going to be able to stop that from happening. Um, and that's why I think rejoining the Paris Climate Accords is awesome because we need to be a leader in this. Like we are a developed country and we have technology that we can put into place and we need to be an example for everyone. Even if people aren't doing it perfectly right now, a lot of people talk about China. China is not on the same level as we are in development wise, I mean, it seems like they are, but we we are an example for China and we got them to join that agreement. And I'm sure that if, if everybody does their part and they really care about each other, which is can be hard for us, we can make these changes. It's just gonna take a lot of work. Well, yeah, I, I mean, we're gonna move on to the next part because you gave me a pretty good segue there, but <laughs> I just wanted to quickly say that you're right. You mentioned, um, you didn't mention it as explicitly as I'm going to, which is okay. I mean, you talked about the impoverished areas. There's an equity problem when it comes to climate too, that, I mean, to be clear, Texas has the money to winterize every single part of Texas. It's their state. They have a, they have literally a duty to do that, but they won't. And the places that they won't do it are these impoverished areas are areas that frankly have, you know, more people of color. And that's literally, that's been the business of, you know, how we've you know made decisions for quite some time to to be clear like i said they have we have the money we can we can fix some of these problems as you pointed out we're a developed nation um and we can do it and the problem is we won't and when we do try and fix it we never do it equitably so i mean that's all wrapped into the same issue and again i think once once texas you know kind of warms up and once you know it's less about the actual emergency on the ground we'll see that the, we'll see the tweets you know go from ire at ted cruz and to be clear at this point most of twitter is just mad at ted cruz um he he left for those of you who don't know uh, he did leave texas in the middle of this storm uh mr no recess ted cruz And I'd urge anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about to just literally type in the words, no recess, Ted Cruz. Um, I'm sure there's some wonderful clips. I know The Daily Show tweeted one out, but there's more. Um, Ted Cruz is, you know, the he's the antsy golfer. He doesn't like it when the leaders go for a golf trip. And while I don't know if he played any golf in his, you know, evening in Cancun, (laughs) he, uh, he definitely wasn't doing any good to anybody in Texas. So... Moving on for his daughters, of course. Right. Well, in fairness, <laughs> I agree. He probably shouldn't let two young girls, especially that young, for whatever reason, they wanted to travel to Mexico. Um, shouldn't let Where them travel I to alone. Go that age. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that if flying on the airplane was too dangerous to do without, you know, dad, then just hanging out in Mexico alone is probably <laughs> not necessarily an upgrade. Uh, so if it was a safety concern, I feel like he should still be in, you know, Cancun with his family, but it really wasn't a safety concern. I think it's probably because he doesn't have any power. Uh, <laughs> if I had to guess, and I don't know that I've not been to Ted Cruz's house, but there are many protesters there. And if you know any, send him a little message, say, hey, does he have power? Because I bet you he does. <laughs> but anyway, you mentioned the... Uh, that we're a developed country with advanced technology and that's science story number two today. Um, and it's just insane to me, by the way, that this story never broke number one, not even in that seven minutes of terror for anybody who's watching ABC's coverage. I think ABC is the only person who really covered this live. Um, it was, it never overtook Ted Cruz as the number one trending topic and never overtook Texas. Um, and now it's just it's down in the bottom somewhere. It's not even trending. It is still trending, but not like top in our area anyway. Now, who knows if Florida or wherever, I don't know. No, because it, it took off in July. Anyway, I'm beating around the bush. <laughs> the, uh, Mar- the Mars-bound spacecraft, the Perseverance, 
along with uh, what is what they call the little helicopter, the Ingenuity. I think it was the Ingenuity. Uh, yeah, little drone yes. called the Ingenuity. Because it's but, um, genius, Ingenuity. Yes. So <laughs> they um they were Mars bound. July what is it? The end of July this past year, twenty twenty, yeah. and has finally now successfully made a landing on Mars's surface, which to me the most impressive thing because. So I didn't even know this was happening today. Did you? No. No. Okay. So again, Not a clue. just horrible, horrible, horrible that we don't even know these things are happening. They used to be televised events. And I'm sure some kids watch it in a classroom, but I mean, these used Maybe to be the they biggest. they weren't sure. Well, I, eh, but even when still. When it was going to land. No, I don't think so. Because ABC <laughs> threw together an entire panel. They had a theme song and graphics. So I think somebody knew, but Anyway, this was, again, never the top trending topic, but it did happen. They finally landed, and the cool part about it, really the only cool part in my personal opinion, because, I mean, it's just taking still pictures of Mars. We have still images of Mars, and I, what the some sort there's of crater. There's a little video now. Yeah, there's a little crater that it went in, whatever. And like, but there's, okay. there's video, like live video now. Yeah, but it's not like a live feed. It's black and white. Like. Well, yeah. Because okay. it was traveling at... I understand, but I'm saying <laughs> all of the things that this, with the exception of it being a new area we haven't been to before, right? Which is, I guess, cool if you're... A, I thought you know. reach for some soil. It was pretty cool. Again, if you're a scientist <laughs> who works in space, like in as- astrology? What is Astronomy? Astronomy. Is astronomy, yeah. Astrology is like, you know, you Pisces, probably, right? Like geology is probably pretty cool. That's rocks. So you want to yeah. look at some space rocks. But so if you're a specialized scientist, then this will probably be a pretty good time. You know, this will be a fun Saturday night. You'll take your you'll take your wine. <laughs> it's National Wine Day, everyone. Uh, but it's also a Thursday, and I've worked. Tomorrow. We're millennials, so we love our wine. We do, we do, and our <laughs> we love our wine, and we love our what is it? Middle parts, side parts, and skinny jeans. Oh, side parts. Oh yeah. I couldn't remember which part we love. I don't. I mean, I, I, whatever. Anyway, you have a side part. I do have a side part, but I was like, I don't, just because I have it does not make it the fashionable uh, choice of millennials. That's just a blanket <laughs> statement, or anyone really. Certainly not high fashion just because I'm wearing it. But yeah, I, I with the cool part, I, we keep getting away from the cool part bit. Uh, the cool part is that it landed itself. So they programmed this thing shot it into space and said all right now go to mars and land here and it did that so i, I think the part two that you're, you're missing is like so yeah they programmed it but it also has artificial intelligence that's so what i'm saying it, it it's learning so it's it's making its own decisions as well well so i mean yeah but they land, had to land but it's also course correcting yes. so like that's what it, i was getting at knows from its flight it like learned some things so now it knows like i don't know how ai works um no i, I, yeah, all, I know really. that. You're, <laughs> but, you're, you're the human body or biology and stuff but no i was saying like they literally just you know they, they put it in they told they, they basically they told the spacecraft here's what we need from you and then the spacecraft just went ahead and did it um like i said there's no way that on July 30th, they could have programmed perfectly exactly how to make this thing land. Like I said, a regular program. They had to use an AI to and learn everything's, and everything's moving in space too. Yeah, correct. That's what I'm saying. There's, like, it's not like they could have been like, oh, this will be here at this time. So we have to do this. And then if we do it right at this time, like that, there's no way to really get that because then the slightest change uh, here in Mars, any kind of change would just you know screw up everything. And then we would have wasted a bunch of money on a piece of floating debris in space but no like they were they were able to make it so that they could it could take its assignment and then just do it and i mean for me listen i'm the home team i've said this before i'm not getting in a spaceship i'm not gonna do it Uh, i'd rather stay on the planet we have and you know keep it from dying so which is why you know I wanted to start by talking about the environment because I think that's important. <laughs> there are people who think we should just, you know, we lived on earth. We used all the resources. It's not going to get better. So let's, you know, do the same thing to Mars, buy ourselves some more time and more power to you. I don't know how you could possibly do that. Mars is definitely not currently inhabitable, but. Um, ABC had a plan. 
ABC had a plan to inhabit Mars. ABC was talking about the plan to inhabit Mars with David. NASA. David Muir is gonna gonna be the Martian king. Sure. <laughs> David Muir is the news anchor for ABC tonight. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, think about this though. For for the team that's not on the home team, for the away team, they don't have to fly it. You can now program a spacecraft to fly itself to Mars. Theoretically, you could I, do it from anywhere, right? I mean, obviously, you can't I mean, do I think it today. A lot, of, but... a lot of things are more automated than you think they are. <laughs> like a lot of the planes, like... No, I, I understand. You need, pilot, no, you need, so, you need a plane like... to, to pilot. Well, that's what I'm saying. You still need a pilot to fly a plane. They've never once told a plane to take off from, you know from Miami I don't think, and land in San Francisco. But I don't think they would put like people well, they're not gonna do it tomorrow. what if something went wrong with the program. You'd need someone on the spacecraft who like could troubleshoot if you needed to. No, because perfect. you could I mean, never, you would have that, to you would have to train everyday like people it takes two years to become an astronaut. Minimum. No, you would have to have like astronaut pilots who like do these I, I'm sure you might, but I'm saying this changes it. This makes it so now you don't need to be a highly decorated astronaut to traverse. Not right now, to be clear. There's nowhere to go, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, this, this technology, to me, signals the ability in the future, if space travel does become somewhat commercial, and I don't ever think it will to be honest with you i think it's a, a pipe dream personally i know some Very people expensive. really really are into the the potential of space and all that and that's fine we just watched that challenger documentary by netflix and to hear uh 1980s america talk about space is almost comical none of it happened yeah wasn't even, we weren't even close to the way people were talking which is why it's We're even more bizarre. Yeah, which is even more bizarre than that I'm the one <laughs> saying this because I truthfully believe that it was insane in the 80s when they said all the things they said about the future in space. It's still insane today, but I think yeah. today proved me a little bit wrong because we the can't biggest go that fast. <laughs> well, obviously you can't tell. You can't take exactly what they did today and start using it on people tomorrow. I'm saying, but you still need a pilot. What if something went wrong? with your ai programming then you you would it would be a crash so obviously you just can't have it get wrong you have to get better at programming but but like they said 50 percent of their flight don't yeah that's as of today but i'm saying now they have a successful landing and it was completely ai driven so we're getting now into the territory where in 50 years with more research they can maybe start looking at ways to send you know people without you know a decade of space training to space because AI would be responsible for most of the operation, you know, the operations. You would still you probably still have, have a to, lot of training because like well the physicality. Yeah. You can't just like walk outside in Mars. You well know? yeah, that's what I mean the physicality really, no oxygen. of flying is going to be obviously a part of it. And then you have to learn how to survive grant with no oxygen so i'm not saying but i mean again so think about it now you have to you have to have a decade of training to be like qualified to do a space mission what was it saying like again this is all based off that challenger documentary some of these people had flown like multiple missions Um, again so you know decades long careers astronauts they send you to space and then you'd have to train even those people (laughs) you'd have to spend even more time training them how to live on Mars, not just walk on the moon and get the you know heck out, but to live on Mars for any kind of period of time, even if you only lived for like three days, like it's just totally different than the moon, than anything. Like the moon is pretty straightforward. You can't live there. So you don't even try. You go, I mean, you, put you the like down, you pick up rocks. You can't really live on Mars. <laughs> no, I, I get that. But there's no one, gravity on Mars, so right. that. nobody wants to do the. Nobody wants to just take a, a picture of a of a space rock on Mars. That's not why people are going to Mars. Otherwise, you'd be going to Venus and Mercury and you know wherever else to have its surface. Mars and Venus should be the same distance from Earth. No, Mars is the closest one. Well, isn't it Venus, Earth, Mars? They're not 
equidistant though. Hey, but they're, I can't be that far apart. Also, I'm pretty sure Venus is way too hot. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're not trying these other places because you Mars is the closest that. to Earth. That's the point. That's what I'm saying. People like Mars because it's the closest to Earth. It reminds like them of Saturn. Earth. It looks, well, yeah, to look at Mars is not much. It's just a red Earth, but that's kind of the point. Yeah, but that's kind of the point. It's a, it's red Earth. Mars is just Earth if there was no grass. So, like Sedona. Yeah, Mars is just Arizona, <laughs> but that's why people want to go there. You know what I mean? So like they wouldn't want to send a mission. I mean, someday they would, but they wouldn't want ultimately the missions to be like. I mean, there's a reason we don't go to the moon anymore, and it's not just because it's super expensive. Like there are parts of the moon we haven't discovered. We could still learn from the moon, but we're not going to learn anything that gives us, you know, any sign of, you know, being, you know, being a habitat for people. Because that we know enough about the moon to know that that's just not in the cards up there. But Mars, you know, they saw the frozen water or whatever they found. And like, yeah, like there's stuff on Mars that's got people really kind of bugging out about the possibilities of Mars. And that's why people want to go there so bad. And so I feel like this is a big step for that. It, obviously, you very clearly disagree. But I think this is a big step toward that ultimate it's goal. It's far out. It's well, yeah, no, it's not. We're not probably going to, again, we're not going anyway. I've refused. But I um, mean, one of my favorite chorus songs when I was in third grade was called Is There Life on Mars? That's my special superhuman power is I can recite all the lyrics to my third grade chorus song. And you have had, <laughs> so we've chor- always been <laughs> you have had a chorus song for every event ever since I've known you. So kudos to the Argyle uh, Central Francis School. Blue chorus you you literally encompassed an entire lifetime's worth of events in a young childhood choir a young childhood choir so good on you but anyway we wa- we watched together we watched it land it was underwhelming um i'm not a space person i, I do want to say really cool to see women in science like i mean they kept showing us yes they did all all these women who worked so hard on this and that's not something that young girls are used to seeing when a lot of young girls when they think of a scientist they think of of a man in a white lab coat and like to see these women cheering on their accomplishments was super cool and super empowering especially having it just been international women in science day um, so I thought that that was awesome to see those women seeing their hard work come to fruition on such a national scale and have it be recognized by the world is just really awesome. So congratulations to all of the scientists, but especially the women. No, for sure. Like, and again, that's why I said it kind of, it didn't, it, it hurt that we didn't have you last week. Uh, we have you this week, but by the way, everyone check out last week's episode about the Super Bowl and you know everything that happened last week uh, on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, everywhere you find your podcasts. But uh, I just did a little look while you were uh, while you were going through your uh, women in science pitch, and it is still trending at number five. So it's not quite as bad as I thought because my initial thought when I heard this was like, literally, a flight from Austin to Cancun is getting far more internet attention than a uh, than a flight from you know Cape Canaveral to Mars um, and it's it's also crazy because they did a ton of this work remotely so like imagine well that's another thing you tell to... me I'm wrong and they literally sent a spacecraft to Mars <laughs> from like their living room someone you and know I mean, launched a space mission who... from their kitchen table I'm just saying I don't know if we're as far off as you think we are People who can like code and like do the things that you need to do to like program things, I are on a whole nother level for me. I have no idea, and it's like above me. And I wish I could. They're do essentially it. Really they're cool. essentially wizards. <laughs> In my really, mind, they yeah. are. It's it's almost magic. It's strings of numbers that you know. Again, strings of numbers. And now we can see Mars. You know, one of my friends is in graduate school, and that like she just switched from doing like my basic like 
I guess not basic, but like, you know, like pipetting some water and like. Well, to be clear, I don't think that think. people go to graduate school to pipette water. I think it's something that you do while you're in graduate school. You're doing far more than that. Uh, everyone but, is, But by like the way. you think of like traditional biology, but she went from like the very traditional science to like learning how to code and like molecular modeling and like all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, they're going to be smarter than It'd all of us. be like downsize. Maybe, that, maybe that's the future. Maybe we're not supposed to go up. We're supposed to go down. That was the strangest movie I've ever seen in my life. It really was a strange movie. We just watched that movie. <laughs> but hey, I liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, until well, It, it was, was like three, it was movies. three movies. Yeah. <laughs> we just said the same thing at the same time. Uh, yeah, it was really three movies. And I liked at least two of those movies. Uh, so yes. that's, that's good. <laughs> it's never good when you watch three movies toes, at once. But, yeah, well, yeah, because you never knew which movie you were watching until it happened. Exactly. But yeah, so I thought that that was probably the most interesting to me since I don't, I'm not a contributing member to society. I can't fix the infrastructure um, and I can't send anyone to Mars, but I can look at trends on the internet. And honestly, I think the only reason we're still at number five, and I bet you, uh, let me click on it while I'm saying this. Um, let's go to Is the it top. The Bernie meme? Yeah. Uh, so there, 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 there's <laughs> two. There's obvi- obviously there's the congratulations of, uh, you know, different leaders and whatever. There's also the video, we tweeted out a video of it too, of the celebration uh, that's kind of become memed. But yeah, mostly it's Ted Cruz walking on Mars or Bernie Sanders sitting on Mars. That's the reason that it's still trending. And that's even more interesting. One of the reasons it's still trending is because people are posting <laughs> memes of Ted Cruz on Mars. Uh, I so had Ted really Cruz, the Bernie one. Yeah, had Ted Cruz not run away to Cancun, who knows where this would be trending right now. So it's just, it baffles the mind to me doesn't baffle actually it's completely on brand and i you know if i had thought about it long enough i probably could have predicted it but that we would have the 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 partisanship would be so much more intense than something that frankly everyone should see as you know a triumph of american because it was all it was an all-american team i believe i don't think we worked with anybody else um but you know the triumph of our sciences and our you know discovery all that stuff doesn't matter because we have a, a political meme to make. And I, like I said, I'm not judging anyone for it. Most people are like me. They can't contribute or even understand what happened on Mars. So they're not going to try, but it's just so interesting to me that this that's is right. Again, like, it's just so interesting to me that that's what's happening. But, and I guess that I said, it, they showed us the animations of this thing landing. I don't, I didn't care about the animation of it landing. I, d- I didn't. <laughs> like, and again. I, I was waiting for the video where it grabbed the dirt. I was pretty excited when I saw it. Yeah, that. but you can only watch that once. I mean, I've watched it a couple of times. You can only watch that once and really care. I can only, or I only, maybe said, I can only watch that once and really care. Because after that, I've already seen it. But I can see Ted Cruz waiting on the, uh, waiting on the check, uh, the check bag line over and over again. That just and, makes me angry. So I, that's when I turn off Twitter. Well, exactly. That's, and that's what you have the ability of doing. I don't have that ability. I have to watch and see as we do this. Um, or I look at cats. <laughs> uh, so before we, we head out, and like I said, I think those are the two stories. And thank you again for sharing, especially on that first one about uh, climate. And I wish we had better answers maybe someday Should I had Darren yeah maybe yeah. we were going to be live we uh oh, for anyone who's wondering why we're not live I ran into four or five problems with live streaming today and I need to just take a look and see how that will be I know I said that we we're going to start live streaming these frankly I would love to start live streaming these um to get people to listen at the same time. Like I said, there's a core group of people who always listen. Might be cool to have them actually contribute, which is the thought process, especially when we do these conversations, but it's just not in the cards for the time being. So for now we're gonna, you know, we're still gonna use the live footage like we've been using. Uh, So you'll have that live stream feel. We're not gonna cut out the conversation or shorten it or do do anything weird to it. Like we do for the actual, you know, audio part, but we are going to have to keep it at the delay with the zoom. Um, my my mom being. asked if she could watch it live. I know. 
we see and that's not she really even wants the, to watch it live that's not even one of the normal viewers so i mean look at that but in general is there anything else you want to uh to talk about i know there's one more thing i wanted to talk i guess i didn't even want to talk about it but today was so such an eclectic day on twitter because outside of those top two which stayed pretty consistent all day i mean you had big sports news carson wentz is heading over to indianapolis colts uh, Dolly Parton is refusing to let them make a statue out of her until after she dies, which is crazy that she's even having like those kind of thoughts. Like, no, 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 we'll wait till I'm dead. Um, also, she's posing for Playboy apparently at 75 oh. years old. Good so, on her though. It's 75 though. I didn't think I realized. More power to her. Yeah. Body positivity. No, I don't, I'm not not saying anything bad. I was just That's I didn't awesome. think I don't think I realized that. Yeah. Mortal Kombat just let out their uh, new movie trailer. There's no Johnny Cage. So the main character of the Mortal Kombat series, one of them, certainly not the only main character. And everybody else is in another movie like before this. Oh, they've had had some real gems when it comes to the silver screen. I think I've seen one. And they've never really made a good video game movie that I can think of. (laughs) The, The Witcher, which is not a movie. And that's why it was good. But The Witcher was good. But for the most part, whenever you try to take, you know, a long video, because people don't play video games just through, I mean, some people do, but that's a special kind of, you know, game. No, I didn't play video games. No, I meant they don't play video games just, you know, all the way through. You don't sit down with like a narrative game like God of War and say, I'm just going to beat this real quick, unless you're specifically trying to speed run it or whatever, like for a YouTube video or something, which is different people who are just enjoying gaming especially a narrative game don't jump in and say i'm just going to beat this tonight they 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 play until they get tired and they stop and then they jump back in and play the rest of it or you know however many times you know rinse repeat and so in a movie it's really hard to capture that how do you capture and, and again it's not all that like i said the mario movie made no sense there was no mushroom kingdom Bowser was a person and the Goombas were cockroaches instead of turtles. Like none of it are instead of mushrooms, like none of it made any sense. So part of it's just bad writing. And I think it's because for a while, video game culture was not normal culture. So this, I think, has the benefit of being new enough where I would have to assume most of the writers have legitimately played many Mortal Kombat games. Not the arcade only. They didn't play it for research. I bet you there are several people high up in the writing team and in I the did. creative, you know, creative process that genuinely like to play this game. And they like to play through the story and they know the characters and this is the source material is something they like. And so, you know, they created a, a brand new character to star in this movie. Like I said, Johnny Cage, who is the star of the games, sort of, not even really, but one of the main stars is out with a brand and now there's a new completely unrelated character that's just for the movie that's going to be the main kind of protagonist so that's got some people worried but again I think that for the most part this has the benefit of being probably well written the issue it's going to Mm -hmm. have is again Mortal Kombat people play this the Mortal Kombat games probably don't play it all in one playthrough so to sit down once and watch the entirety of Mortal Kombat I feel like most people would get tired and they want to take a break. And when that happens in a movie theater, you lose people's attention. And then they start looking at things that you're not supposed to be looking at. And then, you know, they don't like the movie. So we'll see. I'm, I'm not sold that they can do a movie that's good for video games, but who knows? I mean, my favorite video games are like Mario Kart. When I was little, it was the cars, the movie video game. So, I mean, Maybe I'd like it because I have no attachment to the to the game. I mean, yeah, that's part of probably part of it. You know, you can't be mad that there's no Johnny Cage as an example if you've never played as Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat. But no, I think I, it's like I couldn't t- begin to tell you. All I know is that there's like some pretty graphic punchy moves. And <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> the punchy moves are graphic. And by the way, for anyone who does look up this trailer um on twitter it is also pretty graphic they uh which again another positive sign in the direction of the people who made this game or made this movie have played this game you can't pretend mortal Kombat is not graphic it's literally that's been on you know nancy grace and whatever for 
decades. Nancy Grace is a really old example. I don't know why I use Nancy Grace. But, you know, it's been on, you know, like these, you know, news adjacent talk shows, you know, about whether or not Mortal Kombat is making us angry or in doom, whether they're making us angry. And it still happens every time there's, you know, a a horrific act of violence, particularly amongst young people. That's the first question is, you know. So is the video game. Yeah. What video games have they played recently? You know, this Grand Theft Auto on their iPhone sort of thing. But well, it's not funny. I know. I'm just thinking of my little brother tricking my mom into playing Grand Theft Auto <laughs> at like the age of like six. Like, mom, it's just a card game. It's fine. At its essence, it is a card game. I mean, Grand Theft Auto is a, car a car, is a car-related crime. It's even named specifically because of cars. Race cars. Well, if they said race cars, they were lying. But cars, not a lie. I would say, on the whole, that's a true statement. It is a car game. (laughs) But yeah, this was, again, an eclectic day, an eclectic week for for trending. Trying to think of something, again, obviously this show, as, as everyone who's listened to the last, you know, 17 episodes knows, there's a recency bias on this show. Wednesday and Thursday trends are far more likely to get talked about than Monday, Tuesday trends. Um, about Taylor's version. That was Saturday, right? Or that was even, that was technically last week, Friday. It might have been last week. Because I think I tried to get you to talk about it last week. And now that I'm here, I can just say, listen to Taylor's version of all of her old songs to support her new music. It's not new music. It's yeah, kind of like Disney. I was telling music. Ryan earlier. Yeah. Disney just just taking all of its old movies and making live actions make all the money and Taylor Swift has a better reason for doing it but she is still going to make all of the money off of all of her old songs but I think it's very mature it has a mature vibe but it still has the same nostalgic the same feel. Song? it's beautiful and I Nothing love it changed. you saw, you saw me cry yeah, well, yeah that's not that hard to do her voice is a little bit um, older. Yeah, well, she's. If you listen to them side by side, which you can best bet I did. She's significantly <laughs> older, to be clear. But yes, Taylor Swift, that was over the weekend. So uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that was super relevant. No, I'm not going to keep trying. There's no reason to. <laughs> I think that's that. That's pretty much a wrap. Uh, like I said, welcome to Twitter officially, as you know. Thanks. As your as your dealer. Um, as your Twitter dealer, I would like to uh, apologize if you become a uh, Twitter fanatic like me, but welcome you to the community anyway. And that's it for uh, everyone who's listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Obviously, join us on Twitter. Melissa's there. We're there at ttweetcap. So you can find more information. You can see every time we post on YouTube and every time our podcast goes live and there are some differences between the two. So if you're an audio only listener and you want to see some of the differences, head on over to YouTube, like, and subscribe to the tweet cap there. You can see our face, Melissa's beautiful face, my slightly below average face. Uh, You can also, again, if you are a YouTube listener, but you do want to take us on the go, you don't always want to sit down and watch. We do have an audio version that you can find on Spotify. You can find on Apple. You can find it on uh, Audible Stitcher. I think I'm working on Pandora right now. So there's a lot of different ways you can listen. And we appreciate everybody who does listen. As I mentioned last week, we're going to try and run everything almost like through YouTube. So again, audio only. Definitely come to the YouTube page. Definitely give us a listen there. The YouTube video comes out every Sunday whereas the audio comes out every Friday. And with that, Melissa, thank you for joining me. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. And we'll...